and welcome to Damn It Vince. Um, I am Ellis, joined by my co-host Joe and John. How are you today, John? I'm good. Survived my Halloween weekend away, so you know, there's only a couple of demonic possessions, so we're all good. Good. I didn't see Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano in the woods. <laughs> Unfortunately not, I kept my eye out for them. But, but no. <laughs> good. And Joe, how are you? Fine, fine, tired. Had a slight argument with someone on Twitter about vaccines. You know, usual day-to-day stuff. <laughs> uh, Arguing on Twitter does not help anybody. No, I normally don't rise to it, but it was the fact he was going, why do children need blood thinners? And I was like, because children get blood clots as well, you dick. And he's like, oh, it's convenient that they're coming out with this thing. There's no such thing as a coincidence. And I was like, yes, there is. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a word for it, would there? <laughs> oh, God. And I told him to stop wanking and I blocked him, basically. In a way, I won. But in another way, nobody won. The important thing is, he didn't win. Oh, he'll be off now thinking he's won, won't he? To all the rest of his tinfoil hat-wearing cronies. Sure. But he didn't. But we I normally won. don't rise to it, but I was just like, look, I, I've literally been playing, you know, Batman uh, Arkham City. You know, that the, the oh, training yeah. bits where you just punch a big group of people up. I've just been doing that for the past half hour. Just like, yeah. just, to, just to feel something. The main thing I remember about that game was there'd be a bunch of guys just, just hanging around. Not, they, yeah. not really doing any crimes. I'd just be like, Batman time. Yep, that's it. Snap, if you're snap, in Batman's snap, snap. vicinity, punch times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you go into Punch City, destination. <laughs> Good game. Yeah, Good other game. than that, uh, yeah, fine. Is that the second or the third one? Second. Second. I bought all three I of them that one. Uh, for oh. like 15 quid on Steam or something. Yeah, and I've never I've played, is it Origins? But I'm trying to play through them in order again. It's a Origins is okay. but it's, it's it's, I'm like... up to that bit now in City where everyone's got guns and I hate it. Yeah. Because you can't just like have a big gang fight. You've got to sneak <laughs> about and stuff and it's bobbins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strategy. Oh, no, that's not what I like in it though. That's, I might play the Shadows of Mordor ones because that's a similar combat system. But it's exactly the, the same combat system. It's exactly the same. <laughs> but you get to lob heads off and stuff with that. Yeah. And that's what was the third one called? I, I played, started that, and then I got a that's, bit tired. Is that Knight? Knight oh, yeah. that might be the one I've got. And Origins is the one with the Batmobile that's trash. Yeah. No, Knight. Knight's the Batmobile. Batmobile. Oh. Origins is like a spin-off that yeah. made by a different studio. It's basically like City Point Five. It's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I said, I'm working my way through. Cool. Rest, <laughs> wrestling podcast, remember? Yeah, we're a wrestling podcast, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, podcast. <laughs> you can cut that. Um, <laughs> yep, yeah, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dammitrinspod, and you can email at dammitrinspod at gmail.com. Uh, if you didn't listen last week, uh, go check that one out as well. We had a... Ethan on from OPW, one of the co-founders, and he's talking about the work they're doing there. And we're talking about going and supporting them and their and their show that they've got coming up on the twentieth of November. This week, uh, we've got our show reviews, and Joe has put together something. Uh, something. Don't don't, don't big it up. Show reviews and the news. <laughs> uh, it's it's the second worst thing I've ever done that What's anyone's ever found out about. Oh, right. What's the worst yeah. thing? I, yeah, it's not great. It's a it's a fun little quiz I've had to make up to fill some time because we had a cancellation didn't we but it's fine it's fine after having just trialed the demo John is not going to do well I have a no. feeling. <laughs> what, what can you do it's just Look, a bit fun isn't it? it's a I daft laugh it, I said it from the start I wouldn't do well and you did not believe me <laughs> Were you I recording remember, when you did the demo? No, no, no. I remember the Christmas quiz from last year, John. Don't you worry. <laughs> Started off so well. So promising. Yeah. It's my but, first episode. I got two questions. That, that your first start. episode? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, nearly a year. Nearly a year now that you've been on. Yeah. 
Um, well, while that name may not be your strong suit, John, let's kick off no. with what you are strong on. John. 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 Getting my segues into this. Yeah, yeah, smooth. <laughs> Almost like we've been doing it a year. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Okay, so the first bit of news is, I'm sure everyone's probably heard about it, uh, John Moxley. Tony Khan has announced on Twitter uh, that he is entering, that John Moxley is entering an inpatient alcohol treatment program. He said, uh, John is a beloved member of the AEW family. We all stand with him in Renee and all of his family and friends and shifts his focus to recovery. John is making a very brave choice to get help and we're embracing his choice and supporting him however we can. And I'm proud to call John a friend. Like many of you, I'm also a fan of Mox and I look forward to a time in the future when he's eventually ready to return to the ring. Until then, thank Thank you for supporting John and respecting his privacy at this time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wish him nothing but the best, innit? It's good that he's he's realised that there is a problem there or he you know there's the beginnings of a problem there and he's he's he's, he's big enough a man to, to to go and ask for help. It's it's a horrible thing, but you know, uh, like we had this week, yeah, CM Punk was there's no there's no shame in asking for help. No, exactly. And it's it's cool that he's um been able to recognise the problem and ask for help as you say, and he's done it. He's also chose to do it publicly, which is quite Brave, I think a lot of if people it, will give him crap for that. Yeah. But. Well, if it helps someone else go, well, if fucking John Moxley could do it, then I bastard he can. You know, I mean, it's it's if he, if any good comes out of it, it, it should be that really. Uh, it's the same. Promo with, nearly brought a tear to my eye when I was driving home. That like, work <laughs> sobbing out, go smash my face in the toilets. Because uh, it was again, it's just not just not what you expect, and um, it, it's just like that everyone there is like, yeah, go yeah. go go sort yourself out. Like a pin drop. Like, I think I said it in the chat. Like. Today. Yeah. It was when he was like, I was. They were cheering him, weren't they? And then he was like, I was driving, and I got the with Larry's shotgun, and it was almost like you heard a few people go Larry, and then everyone else was like, Shh, and it just went like dead quiet, and I was like, wow. It's powerful. Yeah. It's, it's the same with the blade coming forward, saying that he's struggling with uh, depression and stuff. It's 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 good that uh, it, it's not being hidden behind closed doors, and these things aren't leading to the early deaths and, and stuff of, of wrestlers like it used to be. Exactly. Okay. There's no. Yes. There's nothing wrong with it. Everyone's brain's different. Everyone gets sad. Everyone has problems with stuff. But if it ever gets too much, there's always someone you can talk to. That's the thing. I'd say me, but I'm a fucking idiot, so don't talk to me. <laughs> But yeah, there's, there's 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 countless people. Phone someone if you don't feel comfortable. Text someone. It's there's always someone to talk to, and it's good that he can do that. And that everybody has come out and said, yeah, we wish him nothing yeah. but like a speedy. Is it a recovery? I don't know what the correct terminology for it is, but yeah, they're just wishing um, him all the best. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly the terminology either. But something I thought was really cool is in an interview, Tony Card said, some things are more important than wrestling, and in this case, as a wrestling company, the most important thing we can do is support John. It's just nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like, I mean, it's, it's hopefully he won't come back and they'll weave it into a storyline, because, well, you know, I don't want someone throwing glasses of piss at John Roxley like they did with <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Um, yeah, please don't how, do that. How quickly we forget. But I think they would be slightly more tactful than that. Maybe not MJF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. Other than MJF, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it must have been a massive thing because they've got this the, 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 the number one contender tournament thing going on. And I'm assuming that was supposed to be leading to Moxley versus Brian. But, yeah. you know, now we've got Miro, which is different and better in a lot of ways but also he is distracted yeah. by currently threatening god with violence so mate i have bits about that <laughs> <laughs> and save that bit for the show 
Yeah, but Miro at the moment is just oh, spicy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to finish this bit off, Renee tweeted, uh, thanks for this outpouring support. John is every bit the badass we, we all know him to be. I couldn't be more proud of him for getting getting the proper help he needs and, and being given the space to put his health first. Couldn't possibly love this man more. I agree. Uh, also, his book is out digitally, I think, now? I think so. Yeah. Um, it literally reads from what, what I've seen of it. Like, he's just yelled it into a dictaphone <laughs> and then gone, type that up. Don't change anything. Because it's very, very stream of consciousness and stuff. But uh, I guess that's just how he is. No, yeah, I saw some interviews of him that said he was very, like, he wanted to it to feel like he was it was him saying it so yeah oh. it's, it's like written how how he would say it i mean when the audiobook comes along i imagine it'd be like the alan partridge ones where there's so many asterisks <laughs> that that just yeah aren't in the book you have to get a, compare and contrast to by each other yeah i would yeah i need i need that audiobook that'd be great <laughs> anyway let's, let's move on um hey guys Guess what? We've not had one for a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, we've had some WWE backstage cuts this week. According to Brad Shepard, WWE has released Senior Vice President of Creative Services, Stan Stansky, Senior Vice President of Global Marketing, Beth Davis, Vice President of Branding, Lola Petrucci, and Vice President of Partnership Marketing, Laura Todd. Stansky is the most notable name because he's been with the company since 2006. Um, and some sources said that it's a real feeling that no one is safe. That one came as a real shock and no one is safe no matter how high up they are in the company. That day when Vince fires himself. <laughs> he hires himself on a dollar salary. <laughs> Sells the company to himself for a dollar. Yeah. It, it could happen. I, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't even. I just assumed it was a work. <laughs> <laughs> it was me, Vince, says Vince. Yeah. Wait, this isn't, this isn't a mask? <laughs> no, we don't have a mask of himself on over his regular face. <laughs> Yes, that would be amazing. Uh, we had more updates on Bray Wyatt's release. Um, Fightful, in Fightful Select, we had numerous individuals claim that Wyatt would be outspoken backstage when he felt WWE creative was bad, as, as rare as that is. Something that many felt was ultimate McMahon eventually not liking him. No. At one point, you get the Emperor's new clothes. No. <laughs> no. Crazy. Apparently, the finish to the WrestleMania 37 match with Randy Orton was changed a couple days before, which basically everyone disagreed with. Wyatt, Orton, other random members of the locker room were like, why, why, why? Vince, isn't it? It's Vince, and he's like, no, I don't like that now. <laughs> I'm a toddler, isn't he? Like... <laughs> Yeah, just uh, easily distracted. Yeah, just uh, no. I don't want beans anymore. I want a goldfish. What? <laughs> Bring That's me the world's smartest thing. dog. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Make him my vice president. Not let him, the little this... old mad bastard. Bring this Grimes fellow. <laughs> okay, Grimey. Yep. Apparently, there was never a true creative endgame for the story between Orson and Wyatt, despite it running for about six months. They were just, just going to keep going at it. Going. <laughs> So sort of like the uh, Orton McIntyre thing from a while back that just kept going. There was no end game in sight for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I deleted that from my mind because it, it was the same match. There was some good stuff in there. Like, yeah, it was. The ambulance match and stuff was fine. And then it should have been the end of it, but we kept going. Yeah. <laughs> we did. The lightsaber play. match and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, w I would watch that to be fair. No, he did it. It was a dead hell in a cell match, and he got on top and pulled a, like a red pipe out, and I was like, Psh. "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant bit for lightsabers. I was. Oh no, they don't exist. <laughs> you should, um, you should uh, snip that bit out and can do a poll. What match was Joe talking about <laughs> <laughs> from, from last year? <laughs> 
Um, and finally, part of his story, it's reported that the fire due to budget cuts explanation created huge, huge frustration through the roster and other employees because they all felt there was more to the story, as I think we all do. Yeah, I don't know yeah. when you were posting record profits the day after and stuff. Too. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we have literally all the money. Yeah, I was. I, I might save that for a quiz for another day. But we were looking up uh, like the going going rate for a WWE wrestler, how much they get paid and stuff, and who the greatest net worth of wrestler is after Vince McMahon because technically he did wrestle didn't he like mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's it's interesting so you're saying you should look this up for the quiz no it's just nothing to do with it it's it's one of the legends isn't it well have a, have a guess who you think number one is Undertaker nope he's like 10th or something he's yeah. quite low down yeah this is net worth this is overall not just from wrestling this is Oh, the oh. Rock. Dwayne Johnson. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't realise it was yeah. everything. And it's like Cena, Steve Austin. And stuff. I think Undertaker's net worth is about 17 million, where The Rock's is like 400 million. Yeah, The Rock's crazy. Because he's done films and like, well, it would appear at the opening of an envelope, wouldn't he, really? Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's expensive. You see how much he eats. Yes, yeah. to be fair. It's, it's like keeping a horse, isn't it? It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was good. I was listening to... Um... Ryan sat in on a podcast with Becky. Oh, yeah. I thought um, I just gave it a listen this week, and she actually addressed the SummerSlam match with Bianca. She addressed like her comeback um, okay. and all the stuff going on with that. Said like she kind of spent her maternity leave, if you like, kind of thinking, right, am I going to come back as a face? They're never going to turn the heel, even though she quite wanted to. Uh, they're like, they'll never turn the heel. So she was trying to think of fresh ways, and then they were just like, yes, you're going to be a heel. Um, said it was extremely late notice. She didn't say how late, but it was extremely late notice for SummerSlam and they wanted to do it quick so people would hate her and that was part of the reason and therefore want to root for Bianca so that kind of story that had come out um, she mentioned about the finish this is why I'm going on to it here she mentioned about her finish the rock bottom she said that she had rang the rock she went yeah I do have his number and he's so so generous with his time and they had a really nice conversation and he, he gave the move to her called her a jabroni first and then hung up <laughs> 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 yeah, it is quite it's quite a good listen. She kinda goes in and out of in and out of character, but it's quite good. Okay, cool. She was doing yoga a week after having a baby and then hitting getting back into the gym and she was like, Don't do as I do because that was not advised at all, but no. that's what I did. I mean horses for courses, but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so more on Ring of Honor going on hiatus and releasing everyone from their contract. We were all kind of wondering last week why this happened. Uh, but their parent company, Sinclair Broadcasting, issued a press release with their third quarter financial results and they have 12.5 billion worth of debt. Billion? I thought it was a million, correct? Well, I meant a million. I meant a million. I, billion. <laughs> I was going to say, I think, I think it was million. Uh, yeah, because I was looking, I said it, zeros, and then I was like, that doesn't make sense, surely. Turning into a Doctor Evil. It's basically the same number, right? That's not... a reference, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I haven't thought of those films in a long time. Uh, yeah, so they have twelve and a half million worth of debt, um, and a lot of that is due to their streaming service that they're working on launching. So God knows what the Netflix is looking like. No, I don't the, think so. Does the world need another streaming service? There's so many, so many. I mean, eventually it'll just be like, you know, um, gas and electric companies in Britain at the moment, they'll just start going under and all their stuff will get bought up by Disney and then eventually you'll just have to pay for Disney Plus and that'll be everything. But, But Diamond Sports Group? Come on. Ain't nobody paying for that. I mean, it might just be because of the UK. I have no idea what else Sinclair does. What what do they have? I, I have generally no idea. Well, at first, I thought it was Clive Sinclair, but then I realised he was dead. 
the reference for nobody there, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't know, but this is... It, it doesn't look like Ring of Honor's going to be coming back in its original form. No, no. It sounds like it's going to be an indie with a TV show, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine, but... Yeah, yeah so. apparently uh, Sinclair was also hit by a ransomware attack that disrupted its local programming across the country. So we're having a great time. We've all had those emails, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, you click on it. <laughs> they take away all your files. Yep. And they're like, uh, oh, I meant the ones where it's like, I saw you do the naughty on your webcam. Yeah, uh, yeah, that sort of oh, stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's also reports about whether the tape library is up for sale or not. There was literally a report from Sports Illustrated stating that it won't sell to the highest bidder. But Dave Meltzer has said, as far as he's aware, they're not selling the tape library because he's talked to people in WWE and AEW and Impact, and none of them know the tape library is up for sale. And those are the people that you'd want to sell it to. Yeah. So it seems like that's not the case at the moment anyway. I mean, if it was up for thingy, AEW that would help if they're trying to launch their streaming service thing their network it thing. would and as well as that don't ring of honor own the first show the one that's pre-AEW uh, all all in oh the first weird one yeah yeah the one yeah. that's like a, the big the big Indian yes because I think Young Bucks and stuff was still Ring of Honor then I'm not 100% sure but yeah I believe so yeah so I think they have the right to that watch so, on YouTube for free anyway that one that's how I've seen it yeah I mean I paid for it with, with money on YouTube for free <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the other rumour is that Sinclair don't own the whole tape library, and that's not true. There's a story going around, but Sinclair owns the entire library, so weird. Um, moving on, Kyle O'Reilly's WWE deals are probably running out in December, according to PW Insider. Bye-bye, He'll be out of there. <laughs> so, get three quarters of the Undisputed Era. Uh... He's taking his denim fedora, and he'll be out that door, won't he? Yeah. Uh, they messed that up, didn't they? He was all set to be the top babyface champion of the NXT year, and Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Got the ball. Uh, if he does, AEW, Undisputed Era versus, you know, uh, the Elite, isn't it? Adam Cole betraying them because he's got uh, Top Cat and Kyle Hart there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds good. Reportedly, uh, so, Johnny, Gargano, Gargano, Johnny Gargano's deal supposedly expires December and Kevin Owens on January 31st. So we could have a bit of an the, exodus, yeah. The world's most ridiculous roster on AEW. I'll see three of them going. Uh, Gargano, yes. What's he, what's he going to be doing? Owens is like teasing it hard, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that could just be Kevin Owens fucking with everyone, <laughs> doesn't it? You <laughs> it know could, what I mean? It could be, yeah. yeah. It's a Royal Rumble on the 30th as well, I think, I want to say. Ah. Or a couple of days before, it's a Royal Rumble. Yeah, the Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble was on the 29th, the Saturday the 29th, and then his deal expires two days later. So we'll be able to figure it out based on whether he's gets turfed out the rumble in twelve seconds or not. <laughs> gets thrown over and pulls off and his shirt and he's got an AEW shirt on underneath. <laughs> Mixed yeah, AE, the AEW letters like Bret Hart. <laughs> Good for that. Yeah. Sounds great. Big losses. Also from New Japan, uh, Juice Robinson's contract expires in January as well. And uh, one promotion is telling Fightful they expect to have multiple offers on the table regarding his future. Mm. Very interesting. In less good news, Dan Housen and Mance Warner both got injured at the Next Generation Wrestling Show in Knoxville, Tennessee on Sunday. Dan Housen sustained a broken tibia and fibia during a tag team match 
um, which is him and Warhorse against the Renegades a fight. The injury appeared to happen when someone doing coast-to-coast landed on his leg and uh, Danhausen has to get surgery housing. He's going to have an inanimate rod placed in his leg. Inanimate carbon rod. Yeah. Did you get to I see did. the rod? <laughs> I, did. I did like that uh, Evil Uno was like, can you get a machine gun put on there? Yeah. <laughs> and they were just doing bits then. Oh, like the Planet Terror one. Yeah, the Planet Terror yeah. one. And then he yeah. was like, I could get um, a big spoon for soup. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's it, it's bad. It looks like a pretty bad break as well. Um, so he, he's probably out for a, a good while with it. Uh, having seen the, the video of him in the hospital, like Warhorse looks genuinely concerned, <laughs> uh, which is something you don't expect to see. No, because like Dan Harrison says, "Make it better, Warhorse," and he goes, "I just can't." And it's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, especially because he's, he's gonna have to pay for it himself. Go buy a t-shirt. The way you said, "I just can't," made it sound like he was gonna put him down or something. <laughs> He was just gonna like, yeah, just gonna pile drive him into the hospital and walk away. But yeah, it's it's not good. Uh, No, no. especially he's played to my theory that he was going to appear in AEW. But here we are. Yeah, just gives him more time to to bash out the deal for the sacks of human money. That's all it is. And the blimp. Tony can't get a blimp. Jaguars must have a blimp for over the. the... Come on, yeah. Oh, I was never do on it. That would be the best thing ever. <laughs> I, I blame Nyla Rose and that fucking owl, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Open him out, working out his weak spots. <laughs> oh, I'm gone. That's genius. Hey, so, uh, Mance Warner has a broken tibia and broken fibula, and he's already undergone a surgery, and has also been released to Major League Wrestling this week, so he's not having a good week. It's not good, that, is it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> How was your week? Well, <laughs> <laughs> broke my leg and lost my job. Yep. Oh, no. Yep, not good. Uh, Andrew Zarian says AEW is planning a TNT special on January the 8th. They're not, obviously not able to use the name Clash of Champions due to WWE owning it, but a possible name is Battle of the Belts. <laughs> no, I'm not feeling that. I'm not um, feeling that. No. Just call it Clash of the Titan. Oh, no, can't have that either. Um, <laughs> Castle yeah, Crash. Med- no, Medusa will get angry. Yeah, Ray Harryhausen's ghost will rise up and said Claymation Skeletons after him. Name it after, like, Miro's promos at the moment. Yeah, just yeah. call it. Just call it. Fuck God, I'm Miro. <laughs> and then the whole, the whole two hours is just him punching a guy dressed as God to death <laughs> for two hours. Two whole <laughs> hours, just until he's flat like a pancake. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure we're supposed to do an actual murder in the wrestling ring, but okay. What's more special than that? Just <laughs> yeah, after it's... Christmas as well. God's birthday. Yeah. God, God has taken Lionel Blair away from us. I've just got news on my phone. Oh no, not the celebrity dance fool Lionel Blair's. 92-year-old Lionel Blair, yes, dance fool. Oh, mate, I remember him on Give Us a Clue with yeah. uh, Lisa Goddard, yeah. I'm so old. We, we are an everything podcast tonight. <laughs> oh, hey, well, this is this is the, the breaking news. Lionel Blair, dead at 92. Tap dancing oh. for Jesus now. Oh, rest in peace. <laughs> and, uh, I'm not sure how to move on from that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have Lionel Blair factored into your news story? I did not, I did not. I still, no. did Lionel, links. Was Lionel Blair part of Operation U-Trip? Allegedly. Um, no, he wasn't. That, that's good. I didn't think he was, but you can never be sure people of that era. They're always a bit sketchy, aren't they? <laughs> Moving on! <laughs> With the TK. Tony Khan says we had no plans in AEW and Impact right now. 
So, Ringside News a couple of weeks ago said the relationship was over after Bound for Glory, and I chose not to report that because Impact, because Ringside News are, well, they're Ringside News, yeah. so fuck them. Um, apparently, that's not true. Forbidden Door is not shut, but they just haven't got anything lined up. Lined up, yeah. Christian Cage thing sort of rounded it all off quite nicely, I thought. Mm. And then you just got to give it time to, to build something else up, don't you? You can't just keep throwing Bob's people through it, yeah. the door. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure, um, was it Britt Baker and oh, the former champion, Gianna uh, Perazzo? They were requesting like matches. Summer. Yeah. yeah. That'd be yeah. good. Again, you just got to give it time, give it room to breathe. Ringside News can go fuck themselves. I think uh, exactly. they, they published an article this morning, I think it was on the, the, the Untitled Wrestling Discord, where they basically said, we never said that. <laughs> then everyone just went, here's an article where you said it. <laughs> it's still on your website. Yeah, because you're shite hawks. Oh, that's shit. I saw it and I was like, oh, that's sad. And I was like, wait, oh, there's like four places are putting it, but they're all, they've all got the same source. Well, got say, a guy <laughs> close to someone. Yeah. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that nah. same source is inside news. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be a fool not to. Exactly. To, 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 not to keep it open. It's, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think Impact's done well out of it. I actually watch it sometimes now, which is, yeah. you know. I watch the pay per views, yeah. Not gonna ha- wasn't going to happen before AEW, so I'm interested. Yeah. Moving on to the more fun news. JR's revealed he's investing in a new cannabis farm alongside his daughter and her husband with a working title of Black Hat Farms. Why not? There's a lot of money in it. More and more states are legalising it. Getting getting while the getting's good, isn't it? Absolutely. I watched that murder mountain. Uh, Yeah, where they were all doing it illegally up in California somewhere. And it was, yeah, it looked very sketchy as hell. But now it's all legal and it's, you know... um, I mean, how much money does Jim Ross need? You know what I mean? But he's got all his sweet barbecue sauce money. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the barbecue sauce. Really? Because he mentions it barely constantly. It's like Dan Aykroyd and his fucking vodka. It's like, <laughs> you know on Twitter how you can mute certain words? Ah, uh, okay. It's like that, but in my brain. Yeah. Oh, that's handy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> brain feature. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the episode of Dynamite when everyone's just high. <laughs> you know got that feature just... after you got the vaccine? Yeah, um... I mean, I want I want to see what he labels his strains and stuff. Where he's got like, my God, cushion <laughs> stuff like that. That'd be good. That'd be great. And finally, Joe, here's one for you. Yes. A former WWE referee, Jimmy Corderas, on the kids on the Escalator podcast, said the May Young gave birth to a hand story made Mark Henry legitimately sick. Oh, I like Mark Henry. He's like a big, gentle, soft boy now. Yeah. So he said, I never thought in my entire life in wrestling I would see it, someone give birth to a hand. He said, actually give birth to a hand. I think he doesn't, like he doesn't understand it's not real, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> The most incredible part of it is watching Mark Henry get legit sick, get sick over it. It grossed him out. I've seen a lot of crazy things for the attitude era and people set on fire and all that kind of stuff. But May Young giving birth to a hand, I think that trumped everything for me. I mean, yep, it was the bizarrest <laughs> thing. Um, I still think about that a lot to this day. No, I've no, just, no. I've just, that was the payoff. It's like um, Thingy and his fucking spider in the cage. It's just, they had nowhere to go with it. Do some bullshit, innit? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, they could have put the hand in the cage. In there, Me, no, because he's too big. He's grown up now. <laughs> well, it's just like a human-sized hand now. It was a human-sized hand. It wasn't like a baby hand. It was a human-sized no, hand like then. A hand that's the size of a human. Oh, yes. He, he shows up sometimes in the background. There's a guy who dresses up as a hand in the background and everyone's like, Snay Young's son grown up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't noticed that long-term storytelling, but I take your word for it. Uh, I don't think it's part of it. I think it's just someone who... It is, in my he- it is in my head canon. Okay, fair enough. It just, yeah, that's how he feels deeply about yeah. uh, that, that storyline. <laughs> but that's the end of the news anyway.
On to the uh, onto the show reviews then. Um, my NXT one is very short. It says "Nope, Kushida." Did you see the picture I sent this last night? I did. Yeah. Were they meant to be Halloween costumes or what? I didn't. What was going on? I don't know. I just saw a picture of like Kushida dressed up like with is it Jiro? G- 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 don't you say it? Apparently they're Kim- tag team. Kim- Yeah. Yeah. Who's got an ace gimmick of wearing a jacket and yeah. they put him in like a wrestling singlet? Yeah. I think it was for Halloween. Oh, well, I hope so. It put me off watching this. I was like, uh, and Kushida, who's got like his cool Marty McFly thing going on. Yeah. I did read the Bleach Spurs. Report, and I was, again, it, it wasn't much like, interesting. But if you, have you watched it, Joe? Uh, I skimmed through it. Anything of nope? Not really, no. Didn't Johnny Gargano stare at Champa? Yeah, but it all feels a bit like. They're sort of clearing the decks for the new guys. Mm. I mean, like, they're literally nearing up everything bar one changed hands last week, didn't it, at Halloween? Yeah. It's only Champa's belt that um, is, is, is still with the old guard. And then how much longer have they got? Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I think I'll probably be happier when the deck is cleared and then there's not this weird... Yeah, transitional period. Transition the period. Two. Yeah. It's it's fine. It, it It's good. It still feels a bit disjointed and, and stuff. But again, until they've, they've, they've fully sort of got rid of who they need to get rid of or, or finished off storylines and stuff, they can't really move forward with it. Um, mm. It's fine. Yeah. Sounds like they're setting Carmelo up, though, to be a big guy. And that would be quite good because I was impressed yeah. with Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. I mean, there's... Everybody in yeah, there's so. there's some there is some some good stuff in there, but a lot of it is just it felt very rushed and, and stuff same as normal really. Uh, there was also the, the spare the start where uh, toxic, yeah, with but then toxic attraction came down and got the shit kicked out of them as the new tag champions. I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Is it was just dumb. It just felt like if you're trying to get people over as strong, then don't have them get beat up. True. It just felt like yeah. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm watching it, but I'm watching it on like two times speed with the sound off sort of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unless something good comes on, but a lot of it just yeah, it doesn't seem to be hitting those those marks for me at the moment. Yeah. Well, hopefully same. it gets better because I don't know. You guys used to not never miss an episode, and now you it's been a few weeks and your attitude seems very like yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's because there's all these new people in there and I'm still not sure of who they are and what they're supposed to be doing and mm. what their deal is and until that sort of slots into my brain I don't yeah. really care that much and the thing yeah. that put me off is when I read it it's like it seems like very raw esque in lots of quick matches right like, yeah. again and, at the moment I think that's just to establish hierarchy yeah. of who's where and, and then hopefully further down the line that'll sort itself out and we can get back to having like five good matches in a two hour <laughs> show yeah I hope so yeah. and then some squashes and some you know some bits and pieces and stuff the the Cameron Grimes like playing poker no sorry playing uh, blackjack bit was, was pretty funny like oh he won didn't he yeah but he doesn't understand how to play it it's, it's, again <laughs> it's Cameron Grimes doing the Lord's work um yeah Oh, very randomly the other night a, a show came on BT Sport and it was a it was a backstage look at um, Walter and Ilya Dragunov, Dragunov. You know, the first match they had in the UK oh right yeah, yeah, oh, yeah brilliant. it's like a little 15 minute thing talking about that match and, and the backstage stuff and it shows like Shawn Michaels and Triple H on the Zoom like with the head in the hands like oh my god what is going on we're literally witnessing murders bad murders at that yeah but they, they said something in it and I, I need to watch it back they said they literally uh, went off the ropes once in the entire match. The whole match was in the ring and physical. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't watched it since. In the ropes. Like, but yeah, it, 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 it's not really like Walter's thing running the ropes, is it? It's no. It, it's just standing there and beating you until you give up. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I just throw that one in there. Yeah, that was mentioned in it too, but I don't want to. It was probably I've not watched it. So, anything else yeah, in it? It's 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 still enjoyable. It's just I'm not <laughs> I'm not enjoying it. Um, <laughs> You're not invested. <laughs> I'm not invested. That's yeah. The word. Yeah. It's it's fine, and it's there's, there's still good stuff in there. But at the moment, it's just not ticking the boxes for me. Imperium MSK had a match that was pretty good. No, was it? I can't remember. That was last week. That was when, was the, it? Titles, when the titles changed last week. That was a Halloween habit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, right. I don't remember then. <laughs> <laughs> no, talking of NXT alumni, um, I happened to be awake when, because of the clocks and all that, being able to watch more shows this week, because as you know, I'm going to bed quite late and I go to bed and there's a show on. Um, <laughs> Smackdown last week, I was very surprised at the start when Shotzi uh, got spotlighted and had a match against Charlotte. I was like, okay, it's a bit different. It's a bit fresh, because um, I just thought, we're just going to go straight into Sasha Charlotte and just do that yeah. for six months. Um, did you see <laughs> what happened with Shotzi? I did not. Oh. You saw it, Joe. We talked about it the weekend, didn't we? Remind me, I've slept since. Uh, <laughs> Sasha had come out during the match to watch because obviously Charlotte. Um, uh, Shotzi lost to Charlotte. She 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 looked really good in the match as well, but part of it was inadvertently through Sasha. Um, and then Sasha went in the ring to pick her up at the end and Shotzi beat her down for about two minutes straight. Oh, she yes, yes, yes. Slapped her down, she threw her into the steps, threw her into the ring post, threw her into a tank, and it was just a, a literal two-minute beatdown of viciousness okay. from Sh- Shotzi, and she turned heel in the process. And Good. it was superbly well done as well. So it was, it was that really did take me aback. Uh, during the match, Charlotte as well did the Andrade moonsault switch thing. You know, when he yeah. does it and then lands on his feet and then does it again because they oh, roll yeah. away. She, she did that. Um, yeah, it was just nice because it started off Charlotte, Sasha, and Sasha said to Charlotte, You don't care about the other women in the back, you just care about holding them down. Ooh. I was like, oh, okay. And then Shotzi came out and yeah, on the back of that, but it was turned heel. So it'd be quite interesting to see. Oh, well, I'm really glad we're using Shotzi for something. I really Shotzi like her. Too. She's, she's, great. she's so good. She's so good. The crowd, the crowd, I think, bought into it as well massively. Um, wasn't much else on SmackDown. It's weird because of the roster changes. There's actually some stuff on Raw that interests me now. Um, but <laughs> what? what else? Uh, Drew and Mustafa Ali. I was like, hey, here we go. This is fresh, but I, I knew it would be a bit of a squash, which sadly yeah. it was. However, like Drew did a the future shot DDT and then put it instantly into a Kamara lock. It's really, I think I sent a gif of it. It's yeah, really, it looks really cool the way it's done. Oh, nice. it's a really nice transition. What I was not sure about though is at the end, Mustafa <laughs> Ali got the mic and he just said, "You, you all boo me because of my name." I mean, and then they massively booed him because he said that, and then that was the end of that. I was like, and I'm not sure where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't know I mean, if I like it. Yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? That. Yeah, very weird. Uh, Roman wasn't on this show, and I think it was felt as well. You could see what a big part of the show he is. Uh, the only yeah. kind of hint at him really was Jeff Hardy, of all people, back in SmackDown, said about back to fight new people and maybe to to win a title I've never held before. And there's only one title he's never won before, and that's a Universal. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's not happening, but okay. <laughs> I mean, no, that, that'd be some serious jiggery pokery, that wouldn't it? Get, uh, <laughs> well, I were carrying cross now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was a while ago. I can't remember. I, I watched most of it live. Um, however, th- there is some stuff on Raw that interests me. Uh, I, I woke up. I didn't wake up. I was going to bed, and I was like, "Oh, midnight matches on." Very surprised to see how Raw started. It took a AEW approach to things. What they put a match on at the start and a twenty-minute pro. Yeah. Yeah, it basically kicked off with, you know, like the, the hype packages you do before a match. Yeah. Kicked, the, like the opening 
was Becky Bianca hype package and then like a quick one minute interview at the gorilla and then they went out and put on like a 20 minute banger mm, fair enough but that I was like it woke me up I was knackered and I was like oh I'm, I'm like very very into this match it was superb I think Bleacher gave it like an A an A or an A plus mm. um, yeah I don't think it was an A plus just because it was a bit of shenanigans at the end of course um, yes but, I've just seen this one yeah yeah, yeah bit of shenanigans at the end but it was that the match was superb I saw Phil Lindsay tweeted out going oh do you remember all them people said Becky can't wrestle but were people saying that mm, yeah oh, she, can't, she can't cut a promo but <laughs> um, yeah yeah if you're not seeing it it's a really good match and then later in the show it appears to be a thing in WWE that if you want a title shot you stare at someone <laughs> it's shorthand for yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Gagano he stared at Champa um, did you see who stared at Becky that did go down very well on the internet I've not watched Raw mate Liv Morgan oh, okay okay good which I think will be quite an interesting dynamic because Liv is basically like Becky was a few years ago, that everyone wants her to do well, but never yeah. gets a push. Never gets that push. She needs to get Nia Jax to fucking break her nose then. <laughs> she, she talked about that on that podcast. As well. <laughs> <laughs> and also how Charlotte isn't one of her favourites. <laughs> Hell surprise, no. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? I saw, I saw the clip where someone yells out, your baby is so cute. And she goes, she gets it from me, which yeah. I thought was nice. Yeah. 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 She said she um takes at the moment, baby goes to the shows. Said so like there was a raw where she did the promo, went back, like fed the baby and then went back out and did the match. And motherhood's like, <laughs> was like, where is Seth at this point? <laughs> he's just around dancing down, with his Down the suit shop, mate. Yeah. He's down the buying zoot suits. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the other part of the show. Like, this is what I mean. Like the, the things I liked on SmackDown, like are now on Raw, really, apart from Roman, and that's quite conflicting for me because I don't want to watch Raw. Um, no. But I do want to see Biggie. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't want to see the game. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in Seth and him. But what was really nice uh, is the playing off history. So I don't know if you saw that KO's got involved in it now. So uh, Seth had come out, uh, and then he came out, and Seth was basically like, just give me a title, save, save us having the match. He was like, no, but you can have the match now for the title. Okay. Um, Seth was like, no. And with a very valid reason, he was like, I've just had a Hell in a Cell match. I've just had a Fatal 4-Way ladder match. My body's not ready for it yet. I'll do it when I'm ready. That's like, good. That, that makes, makes sense. sense. Um, and then KO comes out and he's like, why does everybody keep going on about um, being the face? of the company he went I want to be the face of the company that's the, <laughs> that's the case and then he challenged Big E to a match um, I didn't I, this was what I read for this I have watched the match at the end but promo part I've read um, didn't you so say yeah, something like if it's for the next three years or three months or, 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 is that so, where the three months thing come from right supposedly bit of a bit of a hint that, that wasn't scripted <laughs> um, yeah so yeah we got KO and Big E main event and it was a it was the what's Big E's phrase because that's what the match was big men big, big meaty men slapping meat men slapping me they did it was swan ons from everywhere on to each other and it was it was brutal but what but before the match you've got to remember KO's got history with Seth Seth um, talked to him before he went out he was like hey I'll come out and I'll, I'll be in your corner and when I win the title that you can have the first shot and KO is doing, oh my God, thank you, Seth. I really appreciate that. And goes, no, bugger off. Um, <laughs> but then Seth comes out during the match. He's sat at ringside doing his laughing, ha 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 kind of thing. And he ends up punching Big E when the ref's not looking and walks off. And KO is looking at Big E 
and then goes in for the pin. So normally in WWE, that is he's lost by distraction, yeah. hasn't he? Um, but uh, Big E rolls it into like a crucifix pin and pins KO. Oh, okay. And then is shouting at Seth like, like you motherfucker, basically, I saw what you tried to do. Um, but he then turns on KO and he was like, I've seen what you've just done there. Like you were taking advantage, you and Seth are in cahoots kind of thing. And KO's on the mic going, E, like I didn't, I, I had nothing to do with this. Like basically defending himself and um, Big E uh, gives him the big ending and then starts shouting at Seth and then he sits down next to KO and he goes, I know who you are. And now when you think back to the history, I forgot completely about it when KO teamed with the New Day and then turned on them. In the same match okay, yeah. so that and that's what Big E was referring to was, I know who you are and I was like okay wow wow we've got characters playing off history from history. quite a long time ago yeah long term storytelling and, and in a three in, in, a, in, a, in a triple threat kind of way as well good fire triangle amazing yeah. so next week uh, we are getting Big E uh, sorry KO KO versus Seth I think it is yeah KO versus Seth you're making Raw sound good and I'm, yeah I know. I'm not sure how I feel about this these are the only bits I watch um, <laughs> apparently pretty to turn into some sort of emo now. <laughs> Damien Priest if you want something else. <laughs> Although if you I, I don't know if there's a gif out there of him choke slamming Dominic what's he called? Mace or T bar. Dominic Dijakovic. Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah. He choke he choke slams into the outside of the ring through a table and I've never seen a table break in the way it did when he hit it literally Oof. like it, yeah, it's mad. He's a big lad. Yeah. 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 Um yeah I, I didn't watch the show but them bits were the bits that were, were interesting. Um Rampage. Daniel, well, Brian Danielson, sorry, and Eddie <laughs> Kingston kicking off. Got a standing ovation. This was a great show. I, <laughs> I love, I love the whole show. Like, I had something for everyone, but that was what a start. You've got Kingston with the murder eyes, and you know Danielson's chest is just red from those chops. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking chopped beef. Yeah. It was. <laughs> Kingston's I mean, back, back. Yeah. Kingston. It's just like zero chill at the moment, isn't it? He's hmm. he... no, yeah, it's absolutely no chill. See, um, was a particularly brutal looking suplex on the outside after uh, Danielson's neck. Yes, that made me wince. Yeah, please stop attacking was... his neck. I mean, I'm sure I'm assuming he's fine with it, like, <laughs> but it always just puts that little bit of puts the fear up you, doesn't it? It does, yeah, but yeah, uh, absolute cracker of a match to be honest he put it's like at the end of it they were just both knackered on the floor <laughs> and it was like yeah you've done a good 15 minutes here it felt like it probably wasn't but it felt longer than it probably was not in a bad way but yeah it was it was literally fight forever it was yeah yeah that was great it's it's one of them it's, it's, it's Kingston needs a belt at some point he does loved a bit just, where I think Danielson had him in an arm bar and he managed to like pick him up and counter it into a DDT which is not yeah. how you normally counter an arm bar <laughs> but yeah but Eddie don't care <laughs> you don't care about your physics. Well, I don't know stuff what he does, but when he's normally tag- tagging with mocks, he tends to get knocked to the outside and just lies down out there for about five minutes constantly. <laughs> so it was nice to see him put, you know, put a full shift in. <laughs> Oh, for sure. I did love the ending of him uh, passing out, but giving him the finger as he does. That was cracking <laughs> as well. That was great. It's like, he's not going to ex- tap, is he? I would expect nothing less. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned it on uh, on Dynamite, didn't he? He's like, oh, what did he well, say? I- he said something like he refused to tap out, so I just like broke his neck or something like that. But I don't think 
Kingston has ever tapped, even in like even I think Mox put him in something, and he just he yes. just he just passed out in that. He's never tapped in that AW. Was, I don't that was Doi for a bit. He went after the ref, didn't he? Because he was like, yeah, because he I said I never tap. I never tapped. But he's like, yes, but you were dead. You <laughs> would be any longer, and you would be uh, yeah. But I'm unlike in Kingston's thing of just being angry at everyone and everything all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to get M versus Punk, which should which should fucking slap. Yeah, um, bleed that into Dynamite. Really, I like. Well, we talked about Punk's first part of the promo, but how he segued into Eddie. Then it's nice seeing this side of Punk now, like the, the serious side and the, the story. yeah goofiness just... is sort of over a bit now yeah, yeah it, it's gone yeah. but the fact that he went um we could do this at full gear but why not do it on friday and i was like <laughs> oh, you got a point yeah yeah yeah, and how he teased how he would have gone into the tournament as well. That was that, a, was that was a good way to get heat on the match by saying, "Oh, you could have seen me with Orange Cassidy, and you could have seen me against Brian." But no, yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking that I was like, oh, "They're not going to put him in." I was like, "Nah, it's got to be the next next contender." That he was he wasn't in the thing, hasn't it? It's got to be God's favorite champion. Well, not at the moment. Um, yeah, I was going to say, what was the other? What was the middle match on? It was Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. Oh, oh, fucking yeah. yes, yeah. the witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dante the Witch Martin. Yeah. That would explain a lot. Yeah. That honestly. fucking cave in where he came out of the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> You even wrote things. At one point, you like flipped out of a snap there, and you're like, "Yeah, how?" how? There was like one sequence where I was like, "What is even happening here? Has he got a game genie plugged in? What is this? Is <laughs> this is outrageous behavior? He's he's just he's he's like a fucking lurcher, isn't he? He's just like a boingy dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. It was just literally. It was that. I, I don't think. It, I don't think it finished there. But it's it's yeah, where he just ran up him and then caved fucking caved yeah. in his chest, and I was like, "You do that from like a, a stand." position not from like the height of the person's head downwards yeah, man's Are a witch sure that's a moving tacker not a yes, move so. anyone can do in real life well, speaking of um of, of Danhausen's leg and the big thingy someone put you could get a pogo stick and then someone put Dante Martin already has done that <laughs> yeah that, that would also explain a lot yeah but we, it was again uh it was a nice you know nice rubber match for it it's done both of them no harm Matt Seidel put on a solid match Dante Martin we're getting hit. Are we getting him and Leo Rush now? Yeah. Him and Leo Rush versus Matt Seidel and Moriarty. Mo- yes, Lee Moriarty. Yes, that was it. Sure yeah. be banging. Yeah. I'm looking forward for to that. Yep. Again, it's a bit of a weird program that doesn't seem to be going anywhere, this, but I'll just keep watching them put matches on. I'm fine with that. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's good. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, what was the main event on Rampage? Well, it was the trick or treat match: Britt Baker versus yeah. Abaddon. Did you watch it? Because when we talked on Sunday, you hadn't watched it yet, and I know uh, you love the Abaddon. Just Abaddon, not she's not the definite article. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, it annoyed me. Oh really? I really enjoyed this match. The ending annoyed me. The ending, yeah, the inconsistency in the ending, like oh, and also the fact that that table was the hardest thing in that fucking arena that night. Oh yeah, it didn't break twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's going into Botchamania, isn't it? But yeah, um, yeah, because she can take being put through well, bounced off a table twice. She can take having her neck snapped with a chair, but a surprise fucking roll up, the most devastating move of all sports entertainment. That's what wins it. On to tax, to be fair. It, uh, it, like you can't have. Your, your supernatural spooky character losing a surprise roll-ups. It's it's hard. They should have had Hater and um, and Reba like twatter with something or throw holy water. You know, lean into it, lean into the gimmick. But the <laughs> fact that it was a surprise roll-up sort of just was like, oh, okay. So raw. Yeah, it felt much like we're running out of time. Finish this. Like, because yeah, Britt Baker going into tax, 100% will always watch that. I 
on having tax put in their mouth and kicked out. We'll watch the fuck out of that. Biting away out of the lot. Biting away out of the lot. That was quality. That was quality. In hindsight, that was a really bad move from Britt I was like, because she was hesitant at first. But yeah, I was like, why don't people just do that anyway? Just bite down. But um, yeah, it, it, it felt rushed and inconsistent to me. But I know that Abaddon got a lot of grief on Twitter for it, for being, ooh, this thing. And I'm like, why? It's great. There is no spooky characters in AEW. No. Like legit horror Undertaker style spooky. Malachi Black's just like some fucking sort of wizard, isn't he? <laughs> like some sort of Viking druid guy. Yeah. But yeah. you need like a, a, a comic. No, I don't want to say comic because she's fucking terrifying, but that sort of thing. And uh, it just felt, <laughs> it felt like they'd gone, it's Halloween, put the fucking spooky girl out. Eh, I mean, it was a bit. I take I take your point. I just enjoyed ninety eight percent of the match. Yeah, even just the uh, ending felt. Even if the ending wasn't great. Yeah, that was the only bit that annoyed me about it. The rest of it was solid. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to see Abaddon on TV. Yeah, in front yeah. of a crowd, big crowd. Yeah. But then she also said, "Which is, I'm not watering myself down for you. I am who I am." And I was like, "Absolutely, that's, that's Popeye." But okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, is that not pop? I am what I am. No, anyway. Hopefully, I, like... I just thought you ate spinach and then punched people. No, there's plots. Oh, okay. Joe, you've just given me my next segue. Dynamite. Is that a segue? Anyway. <laughs> Jake Hager. Oh, he does. Oh, he, referred, he did, yeah. He referred to one of American top teams. The sooner this is fucking over and done with, the better. <laughs> the worst part. I'm, I'm sick of it. Now, it was funny at first, but like... Was it? I, yeah, I, I didn't mind Dan Lambert at the start, but now he's basically become a pantomime villain. Oh, don't you boo me, you kids. And it's <laughs> I don't like, have that fat a face. Yeah, I was like, oh man, this is dog shit. There was one bit I liked where Santana said um, something in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> it was, so like, do you kiss your mother with that mouth? And so Sammy goes, he called you a bitch. Yeah. Was like, Sam, was... Sammy does not know Spanish. No, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it, I mean, the match is going to be sh- well it could be all right because you've got Heath page scorpio sky you know got all the inner circle it could be the all other, right the other th- other three are unknown quantities though aren't they because they're mma fighters and it's going to come down to jericho like pinning fucking dan lambert or it'll be the opposite won't it actually and then this will have another match and oh, i literally don't care you could be using santana and ortiz for better things you could be using sammy for better things than this literally anything else yeah have them washing people's cars it would be better than this <laughs> <laughs> it's and I, I know it's it's some sort of weird cross promotion with MMA or whatever, but I don't want to watch MMA. I don't want to watch people actually get their faces punched to custard. <laughs> I've tried watched it it's it's too realistic and a lot of it's just rolling around the floor as well but uh, that's why I like wrestling it's the pageantry it's the it's the it's the, it's the showmanship of it all isn't yeah. it it's, you can't go for the people's elbow in uh, in MMA I mean be ace if you did like one guy just <laughs> completely misunderstood what was going on tries to climb up the side of the cage and like swans on onto someone <laughs> but uh, and then just gets kicked in the head and then that's it but yeah it's it's it's, it's fine it, it is what it is it's my designated P-break match that will be the one that, but the thing is it'll go on for 20 fucking minutes well, yeah, yeah, sure. at, least, yeah. at least with the uh, Paul White match you knew yeah, yeah, I, 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 went, I went for a piss and I came back and it was done I was yeah. like, oh, there we go right, well, exactly you gotta, you gotta get, everyone's got to get a tag in at some point aren't they there and they're going to be chasing Dan Lambert around the ring with a bat because it's, it's a Minnesota street fight and I like how the fact they just keep putting random cities in front of street fight <laughs> yeah, as if like, that's the thing that, that everyone's aware of <laughs> I don't know what's Minnesota famous for I literally have no idea yeah it, it'll be fun Fine, but uh, oh, so what was the opener? 
Dynamite. Oh, what was the opener? It's Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Oh, Omega doing a murder on <laughs> on Maskless um, Five. Yeah. What is Mask back on? He was better when he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, again, oh, the fact Kenny Omega is now being a bastard, proper proper bastard. It's all falling away from him a little bit. Hangman comes out, makes the save. It was never not on the cards. Stared at the belt though, which is always a bit that I like when they leave the belt behind and they're like, yeah. "You've dropped something." That was good. Yeah, but well, you handed it back. It's like, you've ten more days. Enjoy it. Yeah, because yeah, he's a good guy. Now. He's the ultimate face, isn't he? Yeah. What I was wondering watching it, and my one note on it is about the bookshop. Has um, Adam Page ever hit Kenny Omega with a bookshop in the whole uh, of AEW? I think when they were tagging together, he hit him with it a couple of times by accident. So not but in I, a match where he's trying think, to beat him. I don't yeah. think against each other they have, no. Just because it, it stood out because when um, Five came in and took the chair off him and then he went for the bookshot, didn't he? And Kenny ducked. Yes. And the, the, the literal one note I've got here is the first bookshot has to win. And then I was thinking, has he actually hit him with it? Because they keep teasing that he's going to hit the bookshot on Omega. That was, and he never does. Yeah. At that point when they were tag team and he like, Looked like he was going to yeah. turn on him, right? No, yeah, but I'm like, sure during tag matches he has accidentally like been pushed in front of the bookshot and stuff, but okay. not intentionally been hit with it. I think you could well be right. But that I think it it seems like the tail is he keeps trying to go for this bookshot even in these in these bits and the mega keeps dodging it. So when he finally hits it, I don't want Kenny to kick out of it. I want it to be the okay. end, and he's and he's had to struggle to actually manage to hit it. Yeah, I see what you mean. No, I think it, I think when he finally hits it, that will be it. I hope so. Is this next, is this next week? Uh, we're making predictions next week. Next oh, wow. week is predictions because it's the Saturday night next week. Yeah. Saturday, yay. Yes, back to normal. Um, there was a moment where he could have hit him with it, but he didn't, and he turned and walked away. Yeah. But other than that, he I don't think he's ever hit him with it on purpose. There we go. But he did it's just a little sort of thing that I've noticed. Yeah, it's on the dead. It's just a little yeah. sort of thing I've noticed, and it just made the question in my head as, as he did it. <laughs> well, um, like... like uh, uh, like I posted before, Faye said uh, that the what was it in the being, the being the elite episode they did Hangman Hangman Squid Game number was two eight two, and if he wins at full gear, it will be B, BT episode two eight two. I like to believe that they do these sort of things for a reason. There's always, I mean, I remember when Hangman's breakdown and there was the, the three glasses there and stuff. There's just these little bits, like the leaving of the DVD that I didn't yep. pick up on. Yeah, um, nobody picked up. It was on the internet. That, like, you know, there's these little things there that if you're paying attention that for you to pick up on. So it's happening. It has to happen. Although the longer it keeps going, the, the sweeter the sweeter the pie or whatever the phrase is. I think they're at the, the summit of it now. Yeah, no, I think this is the point you got to do yeah. it. Oh, yeah, this is definitely you have to pull the trigger, for want of a better word. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was going to say something, Jim. Um, <laughs> what else was that? The... There was FTR and uh, Aerostar and Samurai Dolso, who's definitely not Callisto. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a, a bizarre match. Um, <laughs> a lot of middle rope springboard. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also that weird running flip, like one foot <laughs> on the ropes, flip over thing that... Um, like Damien Priest does. Like Damien Priest does so well. Uh, I, really I still don't understand the physics of that. No. It looks like you should crack the back of your head on the ring apron, but um, yeah, again, uh, cracking match. And I like the fact that we're go- at some point we're getting Arn versus Tully. Aren't we? Yeah, we're gonna watch two old men hit each other in the crotch with Nerf footballs. It's yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> 
it, it's you know, but we're gonna yeah. get. And then they got involved later on, didn't they? Old FTR, and that's where they are until they stuff. Yes, I mean, I did like Alistair Black's thing where he was like, it wasn't it wasn't just Marcus's knife in Caesar's back? Yeah, and I was like, are you gonna kill his dog? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he was teasing that Brody King might come. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking there's going to be someone in there. But then, yeah, why not FTR? FTR are working with Andrade for money. So he's like, is, is Black now Andrade's bitch? Because like, that's not good. I want spooky faction. <laughs> <laughs> I want them all to be wearing like coloured in black contact lenses and be like, okay, we'll do your bidding sort of stuff. Pack. No, not pack. That's what's a death triangle. But yeah, yeah. After Black to, to spit in Penta and Phoenix's face as well, so they can <laughs> they can move over as a unit. Yeah, uh, what Andrade Cody? Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a lot of apparently like I've not been able to watch it to study it properly. A lot of Ric Flair versus Dusty callbacks in it. Apparently, there is. There's a lot of uh, there's, there's a lot of, of Cody's dad in there. Yeah, he, he even does the, the you know the, the elbow thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's nice. There's a lot of figure four leg lock reversal and stuff. And yeah, yeah. It was difficult to know who you're supposed to be rooting for in that to be honest (laughs) (laughs) it shows that Malachi Black has done what he wanted to do (laughs) but yeah it ends with uh, Brody dives through the ropes and gets twatted by FDR who were just lurking under the ring yeah they're like a horn toggle yeah just with their belts with their triple triple A belts (laughs) standard standard place you'd leave them it was weird. It was good. Uh, we got. I read, I read some of this week, and I think it might have been from a Motsley interview where he says in WWE there's someone who's, who spends the whole time underneath oh, the I read ring. This, yeah, there's someone there all the time, apparently. So if the boards, the electronic boards get broke, they can they can fix it. He said they just spend the whole time under there with a the headset on and the computer, and they're just chilling for the whole show. I mean, that's the job, isn't it? Lie down, take a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as long as Big Show and like Brock Lesnar aren't breaking the ring, <laughs> it's a good job. Make sure you're out of the way when the, when the, the cutaway comes through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a bizarre um, John Silver promo. <laughs> Relying so, on you watching BTE. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very. If you didn't watch BTE, you'd be like, "What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> Who is this tiny psychopath?" Um, I mean, he's going to but... He should get new gear and cut his hair and be the Dark Order's manager. Be the Dark Order's manager. Like... And I was like, Ooh, yeah. I wonder who that uh, was a shot at. Yeah, I like I that. But I, like... uh... I was watching it in, in, in KFC before with Theodore, and he was like, Adam Cole's going to win because John Silver's tiny. <laughs> That was a six-year-old's perspective on I the mean, match. That's Adam, Adam Cole's six foot, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shoot six foot, um, which yeah. must make John Silver 5'9", at best. <laughs> Although, after what happened, there's a legitimate case to say that John Silver could win because he's just been concertoed as Adam Cole. Yeah. Uh, I'd forgotten that that was a thing that was going on, to be honest. The Jurassic Express, Christian Cage thing. I'd completely forgotten. Oh, that, it's been that, a few weeks. That was, that was an ongoing concern, yeah. Was that a good little, good little brawl, that. Enjoy. Uh, Jungle Boys fucking dive off the stage. Absolute <laughs> foolhardy, that weren't it? Yeah. I was thinking, I wish I, I, I'd like to see the gorilla video. Like he's just like he's, he's at the start of a hundred meter race <laughs> down. Cody <laughs> Kang, let's go. <laughs> runs. But yeah, uh, again, cracking. Uh, I'm all up for, for for Luchasaurus's new thing of choke slamming people onto other people, which seems to be his new mo. <laughs> well, you hurt two people that way. It, makes it was. It, 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 it's good. James Concerto enjoyed that. Yeah, it was a nice little little bit. Uh, uh, we got the last. No, not the last, is it? Another round of the women's hose belt. Mm, wasn't happy with this. It was Their always hate, good. Hater versus Jay. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, well, Appy, because basically they did the entrance. They went to the went commercial, to the and then they came back, and ah, 30 seconds later, it was a finish. And I was like, they yeah. basically got the queen, Queen's crown treatment, but yeah. most of the match happened in the commercial. So it was longer, but it happened in the commercial. I yeah. know, I know. It's not great by any stretch of the yeah. imagination. But Jamie Hayter going through. We're going to get some sort of possible tag team nonsense. Or we've got Ty Conti versus uh, Britt Baker full gear, haven't we? We do, yep. yeah. Yeah, so that should, that should fucking go hard, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Great. It was annoying that they were like, we're going to go straight to picture in picture. I was like, why? Why fucking cut the entrances? Yeah, that's what I always annoying. But it was, yeah. it was John more Silver's the fact that weird he... bit out that didn't need to be in there for no reason. <laughs> yeah. It's more the fact that they came back and then it, it finished. Within like, it literally finished, it was yeah. It about 30 yeah. seconds after coming. Um, my favourite bit of the whole show was the MJF promo. Oh, yeah, that was great. And talking about the four pillars, but how they're, they're the two special ones. But I liked it because he wasn't talking Derby down. He was saying you're special. We're both special. Yeah. And there was a lot of, I think it's what made the promo so good. There's, there's truth in it. Yes. Yes. Well, there's, there's, there's that T-shirt, isn't there? There's the four, the four pillars of AW, and it's, uh, it's MJF, Jack Perry, Sammy Guevara, Sammy, and uh, yeah. So it's you know there's there's truth in it. Uh, I like MJF stuff when he's being more like this than when he's just going and your mother and your mother. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it, it feels more calculated and less sort of cheap heat. I like both, but this yeah. this, this shows levels, isn't it? Superb. Like... And he, he called back to the fact he's never been pinned in the centre of the ring clean. He's called back to most people who are this good on the mic aren't that good in the ring. Yeah, he is the whole package. And that uh, fucking clothesline from Derby. Oh, over the barrier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was silly. Wow. I like the fact that Derby has this weird army he can phone up. He's like, get your masks on, lads. We're doing it. Because uh, he had him in the Sting match, uh, the the the, oh, yeah. the the thing he brawled, didn't he? I'm sure one of them was Griff Garrison, because I'd recognise that haircut anywhere. But yeah, it's good. It's, it's heating up. I see. Oh, that's a difficult one, that. Who's going to win that? Predictions next week, Joe. Say I know, I know, I know. It's going to be next week. <laughs> I went the, before then. But it could literally go either way. That one, none yeah, of them really, the none of them really need the rub unless it's pushing Derby up to sort of main division or MJF yeah. up to main division. Yeah, no. What were your thoughts on Miro then, Joe? You teased us earlier on. You have it's not that. It was, it was, the, it was, it was his his bit where he was like, "My God, uh, I was angry at you," and I was like, uh, "But it was a bit where he came out and he just looks up and then he just like just gives the filthiest look to the heavens <laughs> I've ever seen." <laughs> and I was like, "Mate, it's so good and so subtle. Just like this fucking stink eye." And I'm like, yeah. I mean, Miro is 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 an absolute fucking monster of a man. I love this line when he said, "When I look up in anger, do you look down in fear?" Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I think he's really found. You know, everyone was like, "Oh, when he came from WWE, oh, he's stuck doing the stupid gaming gimmick and stuff." I'm like, "Give him time. He's got to find yeah, yeah. your feet, hasn't he?" And now he's doing this absolute world destroyer, god man thing. <laughs> It's it's fucking cracking. And he keeps mentioning her as well. Oh yeah, that, that's happening. Yeah, 100%. she's going to appear at some point. I also like how the fact when he ends these promos, he just puts his head down and like walks back into the darkness. It's that, or is I liked his. This is the word of the redeemer, but obviously he's lost his god at the moment, hasn't he? So well, yeah, if he loses his tournament, he's going to lose his shit at God. And he's like, are you just teasing me? Yeah, playing with me, giving me this opportunity. <laughs> it's it's, it's a, a body of granite, but a neck of sand. It's the fucking best. Line, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like um, the fact that he's gone. Okay, make DDT is my weakness. Like, don't have me with this unkillable machine. I have to have a weakness, and it's DDT, no one... which is you know easy to bust out on someone. But also, Miro is a 
tin of corned beef with a head stuck on it, isn't he? Like he's he's a he's a fucking squat <laughs> lad. Yeah, I know you couldn't be fighting anyone better to try and exploit that than yeah. Brian Danielson, who yes. was talking that up on commentary, and I was like, good, good, good. Uh, the match with Orange Cassidy was fine. You know, standard Cassidy running away style bullshit at the start. <laughs> um, I'm always a fan of that. If he's, if he's cowardly running away, sort of hiding, rolling back in the ring, coming out the other side, it's fun. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, when he gets when he gets powered up, when he gets angry and actually tries, he got some good stuff. He got his his Spinneroony um, fucking DDT thing that he does. Yeah, that was a very close two count on that. And it is, I was like, oh mate, we can't get fucking the American Dragon and Orange Cat in the final because that would just be bizarre but then yeah yes. Miro absolutely uh, rips fucking Orange Cassidy's spine out Mortal Kombat style yeah that, that submission but... looks looks painful yeah. I know it's supposed to but it looks it never, painful do you not remember when he first did it it was just like it was just back uh, and then he went oh hang on I can lean right back into this and I was like <laughs> no <laughs> yeah it, please no yeah um, so uh, for the, the uh, a, a guaranteed shot I mean yeah, he's gonna win it, isn't he? Yeah, I know it's predictions next week, but yeah, he's gonna. No, I mean, I'd love Miro to have a, have a crack at it. I want more of this, you know, insane preacher man thing. Yeah. So at the mm-hmm. moment, all you've got is just you know Brian Danielson being Brian Danielson, isn't it? It's like, yeah, he hasn't really got a thing. It's just you know best in the world, isn't it? Like <laughs> his thing is he's Brian Danielson. That's yeah, that's it. That's it. And he's like, you know, you all know who I am. I don't need a funny hat. It's yeah, but. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Again, that should be another absolute fucking slap of a match. For sure. It'll be, it'll be the first I'm trying to think of Brian's matches so far. It'll probably be the match with the most contrasting styles of anyone he's fought. I think the closest will probably be Bobby Fish. Yeah. Yeah. Like him and Kenny both technical. Yeah. He's had uh, them kind of ma- Adam. Did he fight Adam? No, he didn't fight Adam. But he's, he's fought people where it's been more technical. And Bobby Fish, I enjoyed because it was that hard hitting. Yeah. And then Miro's just going to legitimately just fucking crush his neck in his hand. Oh, really? Brian or what? Well, I think they both got weak necks. That's the problem, isn't it? If I was Miro, I'd just wear one of them collars that you get when you've got like a, when you got whiplash. <laughs> Protect it, innit? You see? Or a, or a cone of shame. <laughs> or a cone of shame. <laughs> <laughs> that impedes your vision, though, doesn't it? Like, it's yeah. We're ready for your bit, Joe. Ah. Right. So you heard before that this is uh, the hardest. It's not the hardest. It's quite easy. Uh, you, you can either, I can play them one at a time, or you can I can play them all in order, and then you answer them at the end. It's up to you. If you want to play against each other or you want to work as a team, I don't know. There's 14 of these things. 14 very short, so as not to breach copyright. Um, <laughs> intro, intro, intro musics. Uh, here's, here was the sample. This was the test one from before. <laughs> before we start recording. And now it's not working. That's as much as you get for a lot of it. Right? John didn't get that one. I did not get it, so no. I am in trouble. That, that was that was carrying crosses. Why yeah. to vote vote for team? Okay, if you want to do team, that's fine. No, I'm kidding. Right. Either way. Well, this is this is number one, right? This is short. Orange Cassidy. Cassidy. Oh, best friends. And I accept Orange Cassidy's is different. Oh no, it's not. Best friends. It's a, yeah. Yeah. It is best. Orange yeah. Cassidy's is yeah. Best friends. Okay. See. Trap. See. Set. Set a trap. It was not, <laughs> as I said, there's no trickery. There's no trickery. They're all who they think they are. Number two. I don't know. No, I don't know. Had to hear it again. 
Sure, I won't help. Yep, still don't know it. <laughs> you, you um, he again. These are all active roster members of WWE and AEW. It might not be the music they use now, but it was the music they debuted with. Quite controversially, some would say. Mm, I know that one. That's really annoying me. Go on. That is Rise of Damascus. It's Matt Hardy's original AEW when he debuted and uh, his missus was smashing that piano up and stuff and it was cracking. Yeah. Yeah. I have no memory of that music. Okay. Good he to didn't know. have it for very long because the Damascus thing didn't really work with no crowd, did it? Yeah, he just looked true. like a madman. Um, <laughs> number three, easy peasy. Go on, John. Oh, I am. My brain's gone. Who is that? Sami Zayn. Of course. <laughs> no. Who I think has, has he got? He's got new. He's music, got new theme music, which is generic wrestler one. Uh, from Creator Wrestler on uh, WCW. Yeah. <laughs> it's how they've took such an absolute banger as that uh, and turned it into, uh, yeah, a cockroach's funeral. Uh, number four. That's a clue. Oh, man. Come on, John, use your words. I I can't think. I, I know that's literally song, mentioned I... them a minute ago. Well, one of them a minute ago. Do it again. I'm too traumatized from the last time we did a quiz. It's bringing back memories. Yeah, yeah back John, back. get over it. <laughs> Sweet chimwag annihilation. <laughs> no, nothing. Last time. No, I know it, but I don't know what it is. The Varsity Blondes entrance music. Oh, mate, this is not going well. No, uh, <laughs> I told no. you it wouldn't. I mean, very clear. Nobody's detected there. Uh, Number five. Come on, here we go. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) right. Now, now we're talking. This this one's a bit of a tricky one, but if you know me, I've been talking about this piece of music for quite a couple of weeks now. Quite a couple. Uh, no idea. Don't know. Take Conte. Oh, Jamie no. Hater. It's Jamie Hater's wig and beer banger. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I knew I'd heard it. Uh, this no. week, yeah. Uh, That's why I guessed Jamie Hater. I was like, this is, I've heard this recently. Yeah. Uh, number seven. Funderosa. Yes. Well done. Yeah. Well, but, uh, well, that happened. My brain just went, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> it like... literally leads into it like that. Uh, number eight. Ray Wyatt. Um, the well, the, the, the... the Fiend, Ray Wyatt. Was that the Fiend one? Is that not... that's, the fi- that's the Fiend that one. the Wyatt family? No, that's the Fiend one. It's let me in. The Wyatt one was... It's, it's more thing. Uh, it starts to be based, that one, I think. Uh, number nine! Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky. Oh, I thought that was good, that one. Yeah. I, I yeah. thought before when you did Sasha, I was like, oh, I hope you did Becky, because you can do that in about <laughs> half a second. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Uh, number 10. Taikanti. It is. See, you're getting now now you've yeah, now we know now we've known what you what you listen to. Yeah. Uh <laughs> eleven. Jim McIntyre. There he is. 
How about or someone blowing, blowing one of those fun toot horns? Like power of Scotland is coming for you. I don't even know what it sounds like. I just heard bagpipes. Like, well, clearly it's like <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's only two people in the roster that could be easiest one on the board. I think this one's number twelve. Nikki. What? Nikki. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Uh, easiest one on the board. Number twelve. Glorious. Which is. Robert Rude. It is Bobby Rude. Uh, two left. Number 13. Oh, it's Ricky Starks. Dun, dun, dun. It's absolute, <laughs> absolute banger. Uh, it's live by Ricky Starks. And finally, number 14. Oh, man. It... I don't know. I'm not going to get it, but I don't know who it is. AW. Nope. Yep. But... It's a lady. This is going to really annoy me when you tell me who it is. Um, it's Penelope Ford's. Of course it. Super is. bad girl, which is an, ab- <laughs> an absolute banger of a track as well. Uh, that was the dumb, fun, hardest, easiest quiz in the world. I feel like Thank I you. overperformed and Ellis underperformed. <laughs> I mean... And we came out as average. <laughs> you said you wanted to do teams. If you'd have done it individually, you'd have come out winning there, wouldn't you? There's something to be said about that. <laughs> You're good at the AEW women. Um, yes, thank you for listening. Um, let us know how you did on the quiz. I'll have to look back and see how many we actually got right there, Joe. And see if people can beat our score. They can definitely beat our score. Although I think we got more points in that than we did in the entirety of the Christmas quiz from last year. Well, hopefully this year there will be a, a, a three, possibly four-way um, quiz competition between us, Untitled Wrestling, Sweet Chinwag, and others, TBC. So, Oh, good. Yeah. Others, we, we can become really last now. I mean, yes, <laughs> but also, now having done Untitled Wrestling one last year and getting absolutely buried. Um, <laughs> yeah. At the moment, you've got to tour me out. Yes, it's just taking part it's in the game. It's just a bit of that fun, isn't it? It's just a bit. Yeah. It is. It is. Oh, for sure. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Next week, we'll be doing our predictions for Full Gear. Very excited for that pay per view. Very excited. Thank you for listening. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. And um, see you later. Like, we're not on YouTube, are we? What is it? I was going to say, don't ever do that again in my presence. <laughs> hey, can you cut that bit out? I felt no, I'm keeping it in now. And you can, <laughs> I'm going to put a picture of my face with the disdain that is on it now. <laughs> For shame. Smash that subscribe button. You've been listening Swats. to too many podcasts when they say it. And it's just like, man, oh. now when they say it. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>